the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by uh, Southwest Point of Sale. If you got a business that you have cash risk registers and cashiers and you're having a little problem keeping them employed, well, why don't you take one of those cash registers and turn it into a self-checkout? How do you do that? Call 800-540-2149. Southwest Point of Sale will come out to your location, take a look, and if it fits, they'll flip you over to self-checkout, and you'll be thrilled. Seven-day, 24-hour day service. You absolutely cannot beat it. Also, Black Forest Motorsports. If you want an alternative to your BMW, Mini, or Porsche service, Black Forest has got over 40 years' experience. Go to Black Forest Motor or BlackForestAutomotive.com. That's BlackForestAutomotive.com. What are you doing over there rummaging around like a raccoon? Well, I was looking for a pen. I got paper. I got lots of notes to take today. I'm so excited about today's guest. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to take a lot of notes. Aren't you a school teacher? Who's been on break for over a week? Haven't you had Aren't you supposed to have a pen? Thank you. Aren't you supposed to have a pen? Not these days. 20 years of science. Now I'm PE. I just have bats and balls, you know. Oh, bats and balls. little exercise. A little flipping and flopping. Running shoes. All right, so who'd you bring in today? Oh, goodness. Dave, you know, much like you and the listeners, I love racing. I love all types of racing. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you and the listeners know my heart belongs to the Dwarf Division. Yes, indeed. But ever since my eyes laid upon Uh, the Second Division, I have not been able to stop thinking about it. Today's uh, guest races that very division. And that division might be... Well, I'll let him tell you the name of it. Roman, get a little bit close to your microphone. You can pull it over to you. This is Roman Bohannik. All the way down from Riverside, he drove today. Thank you for that. We met at Paris Auto Speedway. And tell the listeners what division you were racing. I race in the mini stocks division. In the there are many easy for you to say. Yeah, mini stocks division. So on the night of destruction. Yeah. So it's not just it's not what you would think. Mini stocks. You called it mini stock derby. Yeah, I think that's a better way to describe it since it's a full contact. But what's 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 a car look like? A car, just any four cylinder sedan wagon. His stands out. I've got a uh, 2003 Subaru Outback. We got a wagon out there. All-wheel drive? <laughs> uh, no, it had to be converted to front-wheel drive. They only let you race two-wheel. Uh, so you just took the yeah. drive shaft out? Yeah, pulled yeah. the rear drive shaft out, welded the center diff, and 
all it needed. Yeah, because the first, I've seen him race twice now, uh, Halloween and then that final night, which was just last week. Uh, yeah, the 20th. Yeah. And um, and then I came back talking about it nonstop. Oh, yeah, I was mislabeling it as some other destruction derby demo, I think I was calling well, it. Well, didn't Scott, wasn't Scott surprised that they jumped, didn't you jump in one of the races that would have only been um, during Night of Destruction, where it's normally SUVs? Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple oh. of the guys in my division raced the nice small little cars were running with the big guys running Last trucks and week, stuff, and they're crazy. And yeah. there were a ton, there were well over 20 cars, I think, yeah. up against Suburbans. Mm-hmm. So have you ever wanted to drive a, a, a dwarf car? Of course. Uh, I mean, I think it would be definitely interesting. I know somebody would probably switch seats just for the heck <laughs> uh-huh. of it. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. He would prob- he'd probably fit in your car. He's thin enough, but his knees would be tickling his chin. But that's okay. Yeah. Just but, but you know, can you yeah, tell him about the horsepower? Yeah, there's there's a bit of horsepower there. It's um about yeah. how much we talking? Zingy, zingy, zingy. How many horsepower? But it only weighs a thousand pounds. But oh, your car probably doesn't weigh that much. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's pretty heavy. It's, it's got a lot of extra steel in it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a super. There. But you but yeah. he, you gutted it. I yeah, stuck my gutted. head in it. Yeah, but you could gut it, but you can't get rid of the structure. Yeah, because that thing is designed as a very safe capable off-road vehicle. That's Why did true. you pick that car? Or would that just happen to be a car you so, made a, de- yeah. got a deal well, on? The real reason we ended up picking it is it was $300. Exactly. That's <laughs> so. why crew, I've been trying, I drug my have you, crew. Have you got them convinced yet? No. And no. I drug them to the last show as well. And I'm like, it's cheap enough. And, and as we were walking in, I was telling Roman that in the back of my head, when I race my dwarf car, I think about how expensive it's going to be to replace and how yeah. hard it's going to be to find the custom parts and how I wouldn't worry about that in his division. But let's now let's ask well, let's ask Roman the key question: If you had your choice, <laughs> if of money cars, was no issue, well. It, they seem to all run about three to five hundred dollars, right? Yeah, they all run around that price. So, if you had your choice of a car to run in that division, what would you pick? I mean, I had a Honda. I was racing in Accord for a couple of seasons there, and it was all right, but it wasn't getting me up to the top. And I think the Subaru really is the way to go. Really? Yep. I mean, you won your heat last race. Yeah. You okay. Won- now that okay, I didn't mean to jump no, in, sorry. but what 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 is it about the Subaru? Because there's probably not a lot of Subarus out there. No, no, no. It's one of the only Subarus racing out there. And they're looking at you going, what's he doing? How's he doing that? What what do you think the key is? Is, You think it's the engine? I think, honestly, the biggest thing is it's not a light car. So it's heavy enough that it sinks in a bit, and I'm, Uh, I've got a lot more grip, and I've got some pretty mean tires on it. uh, Can you run any tire? uh, You can run anything that's not studded. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. and it's only two-wheel drive, so he's competitive. I mean, he's equal across the yeah. board with that. So, uh, yeah, I thought at first it would be, oh, he's got the advantage of a four-wheel drive. And then I went back and read the the rules, and I'm like, oh, no, it has to be two-wheel. And is it normally aspirated or is it turbo? Uh, you can't have a turbo and you can't have all-wheel drives. Like, the two only two things that they care about. Right. In that division. Didn't that car... Didn't that car come turboed and all-wheel drive? Uh, no, 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 not that one. That's, oh, okay. the, that's the boring model with the <laughs> little 2.5. Has he, has he got it all painted up where it sticks uh, out like a sore thumb? Uh, I think just being a wagon, it yeah. sticks out already. Yeah, just being big and 
know. Here he comes. Not He's bad. going to Albertsons. Yeah, yeah, right. You should have gro- groceries just fl- like bags flying out I'm the back. Think about. It. We want to put a couple of suitcases on the roof so they yeah. flop around. This is going that down is the track. So funny. That is. So and funny. you don't even have restraints, right? It's just literally it's the, the normal seatbelt. Yep. Really? <laughs> yes. Yep. They don't make us put harnesses no. in it. Some of the guys out there are crazy. They'll come in with a car that they drove onto the pits. Bash the windshields out and pull the taillights off and drive it that night. They and did ditch that it at the end of the day on Halloween. I yep. think you pointed out. Uh, I can't remember what kind. Well, of Well, you know car what? I hate to say it, but back in the day, way before you were born, that's what people did. They would drive like the their Porsche car. or their Jag or not to a destruction derby, yeah, now, yeah, but to a sports car race. Put tape on the headlights. Put tape make a number on the door, go out and drive the wheels off of it. As long as they didn't wreck it, pull the tape off and drove it back home. So you're not that far out. So I guess my question for you then is, have you raced any other division besides this one? Uh, this is the only one I've done in cars. So. Oh, what? Two wheels? Uh, no, no. On foot. Oh, <laughs> oh runner. On foot. But that's about it. That he looks like a runner. You do look like a runner. I thought two wheels because his on, brother a, is racing yeah. uh, dirt bike. You're a PE girl. You're a PE girl. I just know that his brother, we uh, didn't get his dad and his brother today because his brother's at Glen Ellen racing a 250. Ah, yep. Yeah. Yep. First time racing this weekend. Yeah. His first time? Yep. He's having some fun with it. Yeah. I still take four wheels. Yeah, me too. I know. But no cage and no safety belt. Which, okay, so, I mean, what I like about it is you can just beat yourself through. If someone's in front of you, just you can try to go around them, but they're not going to call a caution. You just you just keep going. Right. That's what I love. So I am surprised not having the requirement for restraints. Uh, and then I thought, well, maybe nothing well, how fast are happen, they going? But, how fast are they but going? But someone did a barrel roll. Somebody did a barrel yeah. roll yeah, last race scary. in his division and went like one and a half times. Yeah. So, but those seatbelts are still seatbelts. No airbags, right? No, no you got to pull those. Oh, all out. you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You'll eat an airbag. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess if you keep going. Yeah. To see if you take the airbag out, then that means you can nudge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we all, and we all know how much we like nudging. That's part of. The, <laughs> that's part of the race. That's part of the enticement. Like that's part of what I. Do you guys get? Do you guys get mad at each other if somebody takes somebody else out? Uh, not really. It's usually pretty lighthearted. But okay. there are some people out there that the even when even when you're parked on the side of the road, your engine's blown up or whatever, they'll drive right through and come out of their way to smack into you. And it's like you didn't have to <laughs> Did do that, have, man. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Let's say, hey, is Dirt Dude on the line? All it right. should be Eric. Oh, it's Eric Evans. we got to put Eric Evans in one of these cars. He's driven just about everything. I know. He He's driven, driven well. just about everything. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Superstar is on in the wings. Eric Evans on Razor Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Is he playing your song? I don't know if it's my song, but it's a good it's one. It's always the ones you like. He, always, he did play my theme song that I haven't heard in, since FCC smacked the back of my hands. All right, this is El Cajon Ford's great 
sponsorship of Barona's Circle Track, 1595 East Main Street. Yes, they have inventory. They got tons of inventory. So check them out. And Bumper Docs Antique. Scratches, dings, and dents. Can't beat it. Go to Bumper Docs Antique or go to SantiBumperDoc.com for all your scratches, dings, and dents. All right. We've got Eric Evans on the line. Hey, Eric, my friend. How you doing? I'm fantastic, Dave. How are you guys? We are just living the dream. Thrilled to talk to you and... I understand you had a little bit of a banquet the no, other day. No, it's coming up, I believe. Oh, it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we we do. Our our uh, our children's division of Barona Speedway does have a racing banquet coming up uh, December eighteenth at the Speed Circuit in East Lake. So we get to take our uh, our youngsters out there and go put them all in go karts. And the good thing is, most of them are big enough. I can go play with them myself. <laughs> uh, but they're not. They're all going to beat you because you're a little on the uh, heavy side. <laughs> Yes, while that is true, but you know, I do know how to block. Don't be punting the little kids into the corner. (laughs) I think I have to worry about my rib cages. I think them children will be just safe. Yeah, I have a sneaky feeling. I'll be worried about it. I know. Well, this is, I I think that is so cool that you're doing a a banquet for the kids because I think, you know, they need, I, I think that's just awesome. It is, and you know these these children. They they work hard. They study film. They they do all the things that they're supposed to do to further themselves and being a race car driver. So it's our chance for them to uh, all come together away from the racetrack, mm-hmm. get acknowledged for their accomplishments, mm-hmm. and uh, you know all the parents enjoy it. And I think it's uh, you know gets a chance for dad to get out there kind of publicly and jump in a go kart, go race with his daughter or something yes. like that. I was you thinking know? about just, that. It, Yeah, it just makes for a really good time. And, you know, I think I will give somebody 20 bucks if they beat my lap time. First, I'll beat my lap time. I'll give them 20 bucks. Oh, listen to you. I will will probably have 40 children coming up to me after Mm -hmm. 20 bucks for sure. Mm -hmm. So no doubt in my mind that we have some of the finest race car drivers that we are growing and educating right now. Yeah, what's up with uh, this 20 bucks thing? Come on, dude. Throw a hunt out there. Dave, you sponsor 50 of it. I'll throw 50 of it. I'll All right. It, you got it. I'll throw 50. All right. So let's do it. All right. See if well, I get fantastic. see if I get yelled at again for giving kids money. Right, gift cards. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we have to be we have to be careful, but you know, I know. I know. Uh, these children, it's all about it's all about uh, you know, the future of our sport and keeping it alive and yeah. you know, it it's uh it all started with Parents, mostly fathers, needing a way to include their family in their their Mm -hmm. racing weekends. So they decided to create a division where they can bring their children with them and let them go and play. And, you know, funny is we're kind of mixed now, about 50-50 of parents who don't even race, whose children (laughs) only race. Versus... Yeah, versus parents who, you know, show up the racetrack and then they drag the kid's car with them and all of that stuff. So we're about 50-50, so we're actually doing really well. Well, it's funny you should say that because what I do is anywhere I go, anywhere I go, if I see a little 8-, 9-year-old, 7-year-old, and if I don't even know them, I'll, I'll walk up to them and say, hey, would you like to be in a race car? And if they eyes light up, I show them a video that I sent a kid up to um, – Gosh, what's his name? He's a truck driver that has a little half little dirt track up at his house. Uh, the Medinas? The Heathens, the Medinas. Because, yeah. I mean, the Medinas have told me anytime I find a little kid that wants to jump in a race car, you know, they'll hook him up. 
and I do it all the time. And you'd be surprised. Half the parents say, put my kid in a race car. I says, yeah, you want straight A's? You want your room clean? And they're probably one of the nicest kids you could ever imagine. Put them in a race car. And you'd, be, right. and you'd be surprised how many people have taken me up on it because once you get your kids into that type of a sport, and I'm not taking anything away from stick and ball, but I think motorsports teaches kids so much more than stick and ball because in motorsports, it's really you. We have some classy junior drivers. <laughs> I've witnessed it. That uh, Shelton, I think he's number eight. Class act. I saw him walk. He got second to Melanie. Oh, yeah. And I watched him get out of his car and walk right over to her, shake her hand, and tell her what a great race. Yeah. I was blown away. I love right. that kid. I love that Well, stuff. doesn't it blow the parents away, too? Really? When you guys see that? Because a lot of that's not, you don't tell them that. It just comes out of them. It does. And, you know, and what's surprising is these, these children are. They're fierce competitors with each other, yes. but not a single one ever wants to do a single bit of harm to another yeah. one on the track. They feel so bad if they run into them or anything. Right. They're, they still race hard and all of that. And once they're all done with their racing, they get out, they play Hot Wheels in the dirt. Yeah. They're, you know, running around, uh, just having the greatest time of their life. And it kind of makes me jealous because I think a lot of our older racers sure could learn some sports. Well, I, I think I've ones. said that myself. I was thinking the same. <laughs> well, Brittany and I were out there one night and, you know, the, all the kids were done. And then they were all in a circle hanging out with each other and talking and playing. <clears throat> yeah. And like you said. And doing some bench racing. And yeah. I've been fortunate enough to slightly eavesdrop on some of those conversations, and it kind of makes me proud the way these kids, the yeah. way they conduct themselves, you know. And I, I only have a very small part in it, but, man, I still got a part in it, and it's just incredibly awesome. Yeah, well, don't don't cut yourself too short because your your participation in it is massive because if it, doesn't, if it wasn't for folks like you that invest the time and the effort into these kids, they would never know half the stuff that they're learning and they're learning it just by being given experiences and opportunities and the mentoring of the parents that have raced and the parents that haven't raced then the parents that do race that have kids will mentor the parents that don't have never raced before you know it's just we have so much camaraderie amongst all of our parents you know it's it's just so great and if one if 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 they see a one parent struggling, maybe they're constantly breaking the chain or carburetor's not running right. Right. You will have four or five, not just dads. You will have dads and moms with screwdrivers and wrenches just <laughs> up and trying to get this little car running so this child, you know, can go out there and race its race. It's just, you know, it's really a, it's, it's a good, wholesome feeling that you feel inside your heart when you see, know. you know, things like that. It just, it really makes it feel special for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that keeps me coming back for sure. Sure. Keeping with the theme of junior drivers and racing, especially if someone's thinking about getting their kid into it, you're going to have it again next year at Barona, I believe, correct? Yes, we are. I believe we start in at the end of April, okay. if I have that correct. I don't think anything has been officially put out, but I was kind of told we're going to start around the end of April, our season. And okay. usually we have close to 16 races, you know, give or take, depending on the the schedule and what they're adding, you know, they're always doing new things, bringing in new vehicles, but you know, generally our racing seasons, 14 to 16 races for our junior divisions. And, it's, and of course we have three junior divisions, right? You know, and, uh, with our junior sprints and our masters and our sportsman division. Right. And, uh, we, we are able to start them off at 
five years old, and we run them all the way through to 14. Wow. And would you say it's growing yeah. out at Cocoa Paw as well? I would. I would. I mean, it's growing in general all the way around. I've noticed that Paris Auto Speedway's running them. I'm a member of uh, some groups on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Southern Nevada has are, are running uh, many dwarfs as well, and a version of the junior sprints, whether they have wings or non-wings. And Camp um, Lockett. And Camp Lockett, yes, Camp Lockett does it as well. And a lot of our uh, a lot of our children, I have a grandson that does as well, mm-hmm. um, race go karts as well as racing their mini dwarfs. Sure. Um, and uh, you know anything that we can get these children into to let them hone their skills and polish their skills at different racetracks in different country. I mean, uh, different states. Uh, that's just a great thing, you know. I mean, these kids. We have some of them that are aging out this year <laughs> that are having to move up into our our bigger division. So I know there's been a bunch of parents inquiring about vehicles and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's exciting to see. I want to see some of the kids that have started at five years old that are now racing and against the full grown adults (laughs) and every single one of them becomes my favorite. Well, it's funny you should say that because I've been doing this for a week or two and I have watched kids that started with me when they were like five and six and then now they're teens and in their twenties and watching them move up that ladder. And when I first interview them, you know, they're one and two word answers <laughs> or they bob their heads. Yeah. Now they're as articulate as you would ever want in a race driver because it's kind of why Brittany and I do what we do because our side of it is also important because you never know who's going to be another Sheldon Creed or a, a Carl Lar- Kyle Larson. You just, you just don't know. And if you can't talk, and you can't communicate and, and really talk about your sponsors, then your your career could be short-lived, even if you were the absolute greatest driver. But let me ask you this. Somebody's listening. They're thinking about getting their kid in the car. What kind of money are we talking? Well, we can, usually we start off in our, our mini dwarfs. Uh, that's going to be your most economical division. And those those cars usually start for, you know, $2,000, and it can go up from there. Sure. Obviously, a newer, a newer vehicle is going to command a little bit more money than, say, an older vehicle. But the right. great thing is um, we we have kept our rules so stable and the same, other mm-hmm. than a, a slight improvements on safety, that our older cars that may be 10 or 15 years old are just as competitive with our new cars that are only two Good or three point. years old. Yeah. Good point. So, uh, and, and the reason that that's happened is that it allows the parents to come into a division use the vehicle all the way through that division and then when they're done with it they're able to sell it to another parent mm-hmm. so that they can come and use it right and the only way that we can do that is by keeping the rules the same the vehicles don't change they just stay the same it's, you know we have improved safety sure. you know all the children they wear head and neck restraints everybody's in fire suits gloves shoes uh full containment seats so we we have all the top of the line equipment for these children and you know in the last two seasons we have zero recorded injuries of mm-hmm. any children they Oof. all get little bumps little bruises sure. zero flips. recorded injuries and we've had hundreds of children racing that's awesome, that's awesome. hey do you have a website or a, uh you know that, that supports this group or no yeah so if you go to uh, uh baronaspeedway.com or if you go to barona speedway on facebook um there's links to uh all of our rules package and uh you can ask if you go to to uh, the Facebook page, you can ask questions such as uh, if there are vehicles for sale or something like that, or, hey, I'm thinking about doing it, 
you know, can I get in touch with somebody? Maybe my son would like to go and try it before I make an investment. Right. And you would be surprised yeah. at the the overwhelming amount of support you would get. Come on up, you know, how, how tall is your child? Yeah, he'll fit in my child's safety gear and okay. he'll fit in the race car. Come on up, we'll let him try it. And it's just, I mean, it's just great. Yep. And, well, you know, we're, we're, we're having record car counts. We are doing very well. This is a very strong division right now. I, I think I think you, you hit upon a gold mine as far as helping young kids out. We've got no time. Well, go ahead. What was your well, last I just question? wanted to remind listeners, December 18th is the banquet for the junior drivers. And is it too late for families to buy tickets? It is not. It, it, no, it is open to everybody. Um, we have uh, we we have our our racers are already taken care of. They're, they are part of the banquet that is being funded for them. But if there's other family members or anybody who wants to come, everybody's free to come and free to attend. Sure. Um, you know, and we're just going to make this the greatest thing we can. Where's it at again? And this is this is at the Speed Circuit in East Lake, and this is brought to us by Barona Speedway. All right, I didn't even know so this. There was the one. Dollars there. Ours enough for what the, everything that they do to help right. us and provide us with a good place. And just so you guys know, I've been told several times, which makes us very proud. We have the gold standard for mini dwarf racing mm-hmm. in any around the Southern United States. It's right here at Barona Speedway. That is so cool. All right, buddy. It's always good talking to you, and I'm sure Brittany will have you in chatting later on down the road. And fifty bucks coming my coming your way, my friend. There you go. Thank you guys. You guys are rock stars. Love you guys. All right, take we're gonna care. take a quick break. We come back. Looks like we've got Rod Proctor, a hundred and what fifty, 50. mile figure eight. I'd be laps. dizzy. I think it's one hundred and fifty laps. I'd still be dizzy. Oh, yeah. Would you not be dizzy? <laughs> Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. as one fast clay slash dirt track. Up in Paris, California, 18700 Lake Paris Road. Go to parisautospeedway.com. Check out their schedule. Mark your calendar and make sure you attend and support all the local tracks in and around San Diego County. Also, John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue in lovely La Mesa. Go to John's San Diego Auto Repair.com. Napa Auto Care ASC certified. Master Techs, AAA approved. Warranty good, clear across the continental United States. You can't beat it. All right, hey, we got Rod Proctor on the line. You're gonna do a hundred and fifty lap figure eight. You're maniacal. <laughs> no. Did you hear that laugh? Did you hear that laugh? That was kind of maniacal, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this? Was this your idea? Yes. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. Like hold my beer. I have an idea. Exactly. Have exactly. you done have you done this before? This long of a race? Yeah, we've we've it's our seventh annual this year. Um Wow. It's the seventh annual. We've been doing three hundred laps and the fans wanted said it was a little bit too long for them. Uh, so this year we just we just said, you know what, we're gonna cut it in half, not count the yellows and just go straight through. We're not stopping. How many cars usually do you have in attendance for this race? 
It, it depends on who breaks Friday night or hits each other in the crossover, but usually it's been picking up every year between 25 to 26. And this year, we've had an overabundance of cars, which we're very happy to have. Sure. We got, I think, six different states representing us this year. They are representing, and it's, uh, I think we're right around 30, 34 to 36 cars. Oh, wow. Is it? A mile? Is it a half a mile? Like, is it going to be spread out or dense? It's 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 a quarter mile track. It's only a quarter mile. So you'll. Our guest is his eyes are rolling. He's grinning really big. It's only a quarter mile. But he's on dirt. These guys are on asphalt, which is called traction to the maximum. Uh, yeah, that makes it even. Scary. More astounding that it's now thirty plus. You think figure miles. you think figure eight, you know, uh, Rod. But are they big cars? Are they little cars? What 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 cuts the advantage on a race like this on asphalt? What these cars are is they're home built cars. They're all home built chassis. Oh, and we built them ourselves. They're all out of you know inch and a half tubing. We have a weight rule that is twenty four hundred pounds. There is no engine size. You can run whatever you want as long as it's carbureted. Uh-huh. It's uh, kind of like, say, a Southwest Tour car, but for figure eight uh, purposes only. Okay. So they're purpose-built. I mean, someone, some people like me, myself, I have 800 horsepower in my car. All aluminum, <laughs> the wazoo of everything, you know, burnt transmissions <laughs> and all aluminum bodies. So we got some big bucks in these things, and that's what we're racing. So it's not like kind of like an old Camaro. These are like run- Camaro stuff. Rod, you're running a figure eight. <laughs> all it takes is one. Ah, oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. Our you're guest is track- nodding a lot, smiling really big. His eyes are. Are you interested in this? Uh, that sounds like it's a pretty crazy thing to get into to me. I'm, <laughs> My goodness. I'm used to way slower cars going around a much probably said wider track. Did he say 800? 800 horsepower. So yeah. he's, he goes through tires probably every three laps. You can't change your tire. Can no, you? Uh, no. No, we, they're it. all on the same set. We, we oh. impound our tires, and the set they qualify on are the tires they have for the whole race. What kind of speeds are we talking um, at their little track, like 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 the quarter mile, we're running probably ninety at the crossover. Oh my gosh, ninety between, miles! Yeah, between seventy and ninety straightaway speed. It's so small. A bunch of the other tracks, like back in Indianapolis and stuff, you can hit over a hundred. Wow. Well, you know, I'm trying to process now, this. That's why I'm not. Now saying you're the much. promoter, <laughs> but it sounds like you drive. Oh, yes. I wouldn't promote it if I didn't drive. That would oh, that's awesome. So if I can't have the fun, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? And yeah, because you're going to get friends. headaches on the other end. Oh, Trust gosh. me. Exactly. If I'm going to get a headache, I'd rather do it driving. So yeah. how long How long you been promoting figure eights? I've been in figure eights since, I mean, I've watched it my whole life since okay. I've got um, wow. I've been promoting for the last seven years. Yeah, seven years. That is so cool. Now, where do you go? I mean, is this a series? Do you go cross-country? Do you just work at one track? Where do you go? I I run just this one track, and but we do. we uh, In Indianapolis, every September, they have a world figure eight, and it's where everybody goes. It's kind of like our Daytona 500. Gotcha. For figure 
working, and it's three hours long, nonstop. You make pit stop, you get fuel. There's 50-plus cars at this race every wow. year. And then we go to Florida, out at Showtime Speedway out in Florida, uh, Washington State at Evergreen Speedway. I mean, we can go out to Paris Auto Speedway and run on the dirt. I, was, okay. I mean, we run anywhere you gotcha. know, if we want. So do you guys win anything other than a trophy? I mean, is there money in it? Yeah, sir, there's money. You have to have some kind of purse for it. This pays, this race here next Saturday night pays 10000 to the winner. Oh, uh, that works. And wow. then, like, the Florida race is 10000 The World Figure 8 pays 20000 to win. So, I mean, there is money to win, trying to compensate for some of the losses you take yeah. throughout the year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm curious, uh, after next this time next week, what was the start count? And what was the finish? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You're going to have them call back in? <laughs> How many DNFs? <laughs> that would yeah. be pretty easy to tell you. Because <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen at any time in a figure eight race. No, you sure. don't. No, there was a SmackDown last week at Paris. Yeah, yeah, there was a pretty good one at uh, I Paris. I heard it, felt it, and saw it. Yes. Yeah, full on T-bone right in the yes. mid. Well, I mean, that's part of the yes, the is. mystique. I mean, trying to time it. And then if somebody doesn't ram you from the rear, if you're trying to stop to keep from oh, going my. through the, yeah. the crosshairs. And then you can see which driver is just going to gun. It doesn't matter. And then there's the hesitant driver. Okay, so, Rod, you've been on dirt and asphalt. What would you say is the most competitive? The most competitive in figure eight? Yeah. I would, well, the, figure, the asphalt is. But to me, I think. I think the dirt's funner. I was just yeah, going to say, boy. what's the most fun? Adds, I think it adds a little bit more character in your driving style, and you just can't just stop on dirt. So <laughs> you might as well just remember that you're going to go out to the racetrack. You're probably going to hit everything on the racetrack but the brake pedal. Right. Go on the dirt. So I, it's dirt, obviously. I, I I love watching Paris figure eights. I haven't been out there and ran them but I want to. Why haven't you, young man? (laughs) Why haven't you? He's a promoter. I don't have a dirt car. Got it. But after this race, we'll have to see. Yeah, hey, if you win. If he wins the 10 grand. 10 grand, that's a nice down payment. Yes. Exactly. I I know like Earl Cox and Anthony Greaves and those guys, they've all offered me to drive some of their cars and everything. I just, I haven't had the chance but we will get the chance next season and get out there and run one of their figure eight. And you know that's a mistake. To if get you, a taste of it? If you drop, see, people offer me seats all the time, and I purposely turn them down because I will hawk something to get whatever it is I rode in. I mean, that's just the way I roll. I mean, it takes me forever to get over something after I've tried it. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. <laughs> That's just one way of getting me out on the dirt, right? Well, there the you car. If you like it, I'll be back. Well, of course. And who doesn't like running on the dirt? I mean, we we've got a, I got a young lady sitting across from me that drives a dwarf car, and she's a school teacher. And she likes playing in the dirt. And she likes playing in the dirt. And so does our guest, Roman. Yeah, same with Roman. But my teacher here is just a tad older than Roman. Yeah. But, uh, but only by age, a couple of months, I'm sure. But age means nothing to Brittany. No longer. Correct. In fact, she just got power steering. You'd think she just got a diamond ring. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes, I was very excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her more excited about getting power steering than I have anything else. Anything, yeah. But hey, whatever it takes. Well, buddy, again, when is the race? Uh, next Saturday, December 4th. Uh, the gates open at 3. Introductions start at 5 o'clock. Um, looks like we're probably going to have qualifying races, 25 lap qualifiers, and start 23 cars, and the rest that are left will be alternate. So one once uh, one crashes out, oh. the other back in. So we will have a full field throughout the whole 150 oh, laps. Oh, I didn't know it were. And this is at Orange? This is at Orange Show, and that's this in Sa- San Bernardino? Yeah, San Bernardino. Just keep mm. filling it in. Oh, I had no idea. Well, that keeps the excitement. Yeah, I, I understand that yeah. now that I know that because I didn't understand when I said, what's the start count and what's right. the finish? Well, we ought to have him call in next week and give us an up or after the races, give us kind of a recap. Yeah. Uh, and, and also help promote Orange Show, too, because, you know, we work really, really hard at this station to promote the, the small tracks or any track, really, but any track that's small and what's what's the health and condition of orange are they solid yeah everything's solid everything's right. that sounded confident yeah yeah that's everything's what i like solid. to hear yeah he can call in with a pucker check yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he probably knows how to do that all right buddy yep. do you have a website for uh the figure eight racing I don't. We're, we're only on social media, and we are at West Coast Outlaw Figure 8 Series. And that's about, that's only as of right now, that's all we're, we're doing right. is promoting. I think they need media. to work on that. I have a listener that texts me, where in Indianapolis? <laughs> I think she wants to <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, we it. have people listening all around the world. So, And that was yeah. West Coast Outlaw Figure 8 Series. Outlaw. Figure 8 Series. Figure eight series, and that's on social media and all that jazz. Yes, it's all on social media and everything like that. And then I got to give a big shout out to Don and Scott Delazio out at Parasado Speedway. Oh yeah, supporting us for all they have for the last several years for this figure eight race and giving giveaways and stuff like that. And they've been they've been really good to me for this race. And I just want to tell them thank you and thank all the other. All right, buddy. They, they were giving away tickets at the last race. Yes, they were. Uh-huh. All right, well, have fun, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, you guys. Thank you very much. All take right. care. Good luck. Yeah, go get him, Tiger. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Roman More again. More from Roman. Because now Roman's all excited about an asphalt figure eight. You'd have to put the two back wheels working again on that Subaru. Uh, I'm still I, – I, that sounds amazing. But I'm sure I'm it is. I'm still – Laser focused on Romans. I'm sure you are. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to FM This is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely 
Santee and Bumper Doc, Kearney Mesa. Scratches, digs, and dents. Go to Kearney Mesa, San, Kearney Mesa Bumper Doc or Bumper Doc, KearneyMesa.com. Get your headlight done. Get your uh, get your leash return done. You can't beat them. They are the best. They got paintless dent repair all on Bumper Doc. All right, so as soon as Brittany gets done Get dancing. Get him out of here. Sorry. <laughs> that's her better half singing. You know, he never sounds like that when you talk to him. He's two different people. He really is. <laughs> He's kind of low. The stage over. persona is completely different than the man I know. Isn't that a trip? <laughs> All right, so we got our special guest in the house, Roman. Yes. Who is a sport compact? A mini stock derby oh, is how he says it, derby. or right. night of destruction mini stock, or having a blast in his Subaru. Yep, yep. How long you been driving? I've been driving for three and a half seasons now. I started on a half season. Okay, so. and what prompted you to say, you know? Yeah, did you just see it like I did, and I like I want to do it? Yeah, basically, I, I sort of I've always gone there since I was a little kid to watch the races with my family and to that Paris, sort of thing. You're saying, yeah, to uh-huh. Paris, not this particular division, just the racing yeah, in general. Just, usually, just the demolition derbies, that sort of thing, always <laughs> piqued my interest. And they announced this new class that they were running that was super easy to get into mm-hmm. and nice and cheap. And turned out my grandpa knew someone that had a wrecked car sitting in their driveway. <laughs> And went down and talked to him and their buddies, so Next picked up the know. car, he handed it over to us, and straightened the frame out, and I was driving. And took out the rear. Yeah, pulled well, out the welded, seats and yeah, stuff welded like that, the, and welded everything, but, really but yeah. But you don't yeah. need a driving suit, you don't, you nope. have to wear a helmet? Yeah, yeah, you have to wear a helmet. The requirements are super easy to meet. It's boots, <laughs> blue jeans, long sleeve and gloves, and a helmet, and that's Bingo. pretty much all Not you need to get out there. Not even a neck brace? Nope. I think I'd put a neck brace on. Yeah, it might be nice with some of the whiplash. You think? You've been there, done that? Yeah. (laughs) And they really only stop a a caution or red. When it's on fire? Well, if the driver's door is... Yeah, they only stop it if someone's in, like, immediate danger. So if someone rolls over, they're going to stop it. But if your car stalls and you're facing sideways to the track with your driver's side door facing Mm -hmm. oncoming traffic, that's That's about the only time they'll stop it for you. You just keep going, going. and that until, it's so therapeutic. It's, it's gotta be right. Oh, Do you yeah. feel better? It's like the greatest therapy that there is. Yes. I mean, you get in a car, you push it as hard as you possibly can, and you get to bump into a couple of other people yes. on the way. It's good fun. So, what's the life expectancy of <laughs> your car? <laughs> good question. Uh, I don't know. It, I mean, this little Honda that I had, we. It's been through a lot, but we put a roll cage into it and a whole bunch of steel on the outside. And it lasted me about three seasons. Oh, so you reinforced that you one. Did. Yeah, we chose to reinforce that one. A lot of them need it. And it's kind of scary when guys choose not to reinforce them, honestly. So the Subaru, okay. because of its structure, you felt not a need to do that. Yeah, the structure, the build quality, and the strength of the car is so absurdly different. It's got a bit of reinforcement added to it, but nothing like what we did so to maybe the maybe a Volvo as well. Have you ever weighed yeah, it? Yeah, that'd probably be good. <laughs> Have you ever weighed it? I wouldn't want to. Oh, I have scales. We could throw it on my scales. That'd be kind of interesting to do. Wonder how much more it weighs now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you stop and and so you've never had the car knock on wood taken out to where you had to go look for another one. No, it it happened to my uh, Honda. The last Whoa. race I had it in, I was coming around the last corner and the clutch blew up. 
just completely at a dead stop, and I'm just sitting there, and they don't stop they the race because I was yeah. in a straight line going down the uh, front straight, and someone came in about 30 miles an hour and just clipped my rear end and stuffed it into it, so the whole car is bent too out of shape to do anything yeah, with. Yeah. That's so just... how long have you been racing the Subaru? The Subaru, I've done, I want to say, two races in now. Oh. Oh, you bonded yeah. quickly because three, three races. He, okay, so you keep saying we. Uh, so it's not just you by yourself. So we need to give a little love out. Yeah, good point. Is it? Are they crewmen? Oh uh, no, no, there, there's no way I could do it without them. It's like my whole family, a whole bunch of friends usually come, and it's a really good experience. It's good to get a whole bunch of my friends out there with me, have them touching a wrench for the first time in some of their lives. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever let any of them drive? Oh, I haven't yet. Haven't yet. I don't That'd be kind of scary. Never. Get your own car. Uh huh. Yeah. It's cheap enough that they could get into yeah, it. Too. Exactly. Good <laughs> and point. And then you could teach. Do you do anything with alignment? Do you do anything with camera? Yeah. Caster? Is there any sort of setup? You're going both directions. There's yeah. like a kind of a weave, like a serpentine, and then or you just sharp. just get in and stand on. Most alignment that we do is trying to keep the wheels straight on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they get bent way too easy. <laughs> That is amazing. So now you just run regular street tires. Uh, yeah, no, you can dirt. run. You can run street tires. You can run pretty much anything you off-road want. Off road tires. Yeah. So we've got studded. some pretty nice off road tires. Yeah. Anything studded is. Is off that the where table. your money goes? Yeah, right into the tires. <laughs> yeah. So. How and long? You? Do, how oh. long do they last? Uh, depends on how you're driving. I've got one tire. It's got gashes almost a quarter inch deep into it, and it's still holding air just fine. And as long as it's holding last air. Last race I was in, they took me out in turn one, and mm-hmm. that was it. Lost a front tire, so oh. I was done moving. Yeah. He has a stick shift, right? Your Subaru is? Yeah, it's a five-speed. Yeah. He just put it in what? <laughs> third gear? No, you, it's a sharp left turn. It's a you really get down tight to track. First, so you get down to on, first the, on the turn one, you're definitely catching first just about every Yeah, time. and then you hear him, and then it's a long straightaway. Yeah, and then the it's another track. sharp turn, and then it's kind of a her? serpentine back and forth, back and yeah, forth, and downshift, downshift, and sharp turn, and then first and second. You already got this track memorized. I want to race this so bad. You got to get out there. It's super easy to get into. She can't talk her crew into it. Uh, It's like, yeah, they're not convinced yet. I thought taking them to see you race last week would help. Scare them out of it? No, I was told I need to um, learn to weld first before they'll even consider. I'm sure there'll be another thing. Now, why do you have to learn to weld? Because they don't want to do it. So I can be independent. I don't know. Or to discourage me. I don't know. It just looks so fun. I can't. I'm as excited now as I was I the know. first time I came in talking I've about it. I've not even seen you this excited about the just the dwarf me. car. Oh, my heart is there. It's just, it's it's addressing different needs. Right. <laughs> it is. Because, I mean, I love, and I just withheld some other words to keep it PG. But, I mean, I love the dwarf cars, but this just addresses different yeah. needs. Well, and it's a different style it's of racing, It's different everything, too. yeah. But but yet, it's still the same. It's racing. How, often do you, how many times do you guys race at, at yeah. Paris? Uh, what do you mean, how many times? The I mean, during the season. Uh, like during the four? season, I want to say there's about... Four or five? Uh, maybe about six or something like that, okay. but yeah. Perfect. perfect. About one every month for half the year, so... Oh, okay. Oh. That'd be some good racing. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not done fighting for this. Start looking for a car. 
My dad, I guess my trailer's not big enough for it. What do you mean it's not big enough? That's, <laughs> that's what. That's what. Told. That's why they have U-Haul. They're aluminum. They're lightweight. Yeah. They'll fit. Yeah. Sorry. Thirty seconds. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, let's hear. So, uh, Brandon, we asked, uh, have you raced anywhere? Other- oh, Brandon, sorry. Brandon was in my <laughs> sorry, ear. Sorry. Roman, uh, have you raced anywhere other than Paris? I have not raced anywhere else yet. You want to? I think it would be an interesting experience you to give a couple of other tracks to. a try. Here we so go. So maybe you got to get some sponsors. Somebody needs yeah. to sponsor him. That's right. For he at least is- a tire. Yeah. Yeah, we could at least use some new tires. Uh, because he went, he's a winner. You won three of the four races I saw you in. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. Let's hear it for get Subaru to sponsor you. Yeah. Oh, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Right. I know. Don't go anywhere. Gun Owners Radio right around the corner. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Nice. Another local band. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.